Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. Can exercise be fun? If you would ask, I would say 99 out of 100 people would say no. And there might be one person, maybe somebody who really likes a certain type of class, Zumba, or some kind of aerobics class, or some of those perky little instructors that you see, they might find it fun. But most people, I wouldn't think, do. And that's one of the reasons there's a big dropout rate with exercise adherence. But it can be fun, and we're going to give you some ways today to make it fun, because my guest today is Dr. Michelle Seeger. She is a motivation scientist and author of No Sweat, How the Simple Science of Motivation Can Bring You a Lifetime of Fitness. Welcome to the show, Dr. Seeger. Tell us a little bit. The New York Times just did an article on you. How cool are you about your book? Thank you. Yes. Well, there's a growing interest in why, why don't people stick with exercise? And one of the big reasons is because exactly as you said, a lot of people don't like it. But the, the reason they don't like it is because we've been socialized to approach exercising or educated to exercise in ways that follow someone, else, someone else's definition about how we should be doing it. And that's just a recipe for, for a lot of people not to like it. Wow, you know, and, and I think that that's true. And because they hear talking heads like us say, you should be, you should be, should be, get your 150 minutes, get your 10,000 steps, they think it's a drudgery like cleaning the house. So you, being a motivation scientist, which I love that, you know, term, tell us how to make it more fun. What can we do to make physical activity more fun? Well, the place to start, which is, is a pretty quick uh, flip for most people or switch for people, is to just recognize, in general, does exercise feel good to you or is it fun or not? And, and if the answer is no, then you need to ask yourself, well, how have I been exercising and why have I been trying to exercise in those ways? And what I found in my work with individuals is that once people start to recognize that they're choosing to participate in physical activities um, based on someone else's standards, then, and that's why they're doing it in ways they don't like. So the, so the next step, so we're at part three now, is to say, well, what would feel good or be fun? And I, and I want to encourage your listeners, Melanie, to think about expanding even the words we use to think about the positivity um, that people get. So fun is one experience. But for me, for example, taking a walk isn't fun per se, but it helps me feel good. So feeling good is another uh, great experience to seek from physical activity. How about spending time with people we enjoy and using it as a way to catch up and bond? So there are all these positive experiences that we can, we can actually have from being physically active. So we just have to start asking ourselves, what do I want to get from it? And then we start experimenting to see which physical activities can actually give those experiences to us. So if we are somebody who is time sensitive, you know, time lacking as I am, and I have a treadmill in my office and not too far from where I have to really sit all day doing this. And, you know, I get up and I go on it and it's not that fun, but I watch you know, stupid TV, and I won't watch stupid TV unless I'm on my treadmill. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's one way that I make it a little bit more enjoyable. But what about those people who it's really a time thing? They have their 30 minutes. They got to get out and do it. Walking, running, cycling, whatever it is they got to do. It just ain't fun. Well, so here's, here's the situation. If people 
aren't motivated. And here's why fun and feeling good or whatever, whatever the positive experiences are so important. Basically, those experiences help determine how you feel about physical activity and whether you stay motivated to do it. So if you're feeling, mo- if you stay motivated to move, even though it's not fun, and, I, and, I, and kudos to you for figuring out that when you watch, you know, whatever the TV is that you're watching, it helps entertain you while you're doing something boring. I do the same thing every once in a while when I do something high intense, um, high intensity at the gym, which isn't my preferred thing because I don't enjoy it. Sometimes I, I read a magazine or I listen to a podcast that I wouldn't normally do. So that helps, you know, that helps me do something. But in general, most people, and there's always, you know, someone who this isn't true for, but most people won't continue to do something that doesn't, that it feels punishing or feels boring or, or negative in some way. So it's important for people, if you only have those 30 minutes and you stay motivated to do something that's not fun and you benefit from it, then kudos to you. But if you're not one of those people, then give yourself permission instead of going to the gym and working out hard because you don't like how it makes you feel and you're not going to stick with it, go outside and take a walk or take a walk with your spouse. It's a great way to, to create intimacy. Um, we, we need to expand what counts and the definitions of valid physical activity so that people can start doing it in ways that feel good. In the, in the New York Times article that talked about no sweat yesterday, she, she talked about this analogy of 31 flavors. You know, Baskin and Robbins was really brilliant with their marketing. They marketed the fact that people like different types of ice creams, 31 flavors, and they like different ice creams potentially on different days. So we have this smorgasbord of ice cream flavors we can choose, and yet we don't use the same um, approach or analogy with physical activity when it's really the same thing. Today I've got 20 minutes to grab a snack of, uh, of physical activity. Tomorrow I'll have 30 minutes with my family. I think it's really helpful when people realize that the world is their oyster, if you will, with physical activity, and they have the right to pick what works for them. I agree. And you know, one of the things that we do, and this is a tip I like to give families and friends too, you know, you can get your physical activity whenever you can. So like I keep Sirius XM satellite on all the time, Grateful Dead channel or Jimmy Buffett or something like that. And my family, we I just dance all the time. So if I'm cooking in the kitchen, I'm dancing around and then I grab my kids. My son doesn't always love it, but I grab him and start making him dance with me, you know, or grab my husband and say, come on. And he stands there. But, you know, so there are, as you say, the world is our oyster. You can, you can use that fun part of yourself, whatever makes you laugh, whatever makes you smile, whether it's cooking or dancing or, you know, playing Frisbee or jumping around, you use those kinds of things to incorporate that activity into your day. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so what else do you recommend we do? So I'm just recommending here dancing when you're cooking, just don't dance around with a knife in your hand. Um, So what else do you recommend we do to make it fun? I recommend that you, you, you figure out how to make physical activity as a time you can spend with people you really enjoy being around. Grabbing a girlfriend, instead of sitting and grabbing a coffee, grab, take that latte and, and, and walk out the door and, and, and chat and catch up. You know, spending time walking with a friend is, is, a, is among the best ways that you can pass time. It's a time to share, and 
you're boosting your mood and energy level while you're doing it. Family time, you know, get out with your kids and run around or just take a walk around the block and count it and feel great that you're doing it. You're also being role models and you're showing them how important it is to spend this time together in movement instead of just sitting. And, and, and so I think the goal should be for us to think about movement as a gift that we can give ourselves, and it's throughout every day in many different situations. And when we start to give it to ourselves through whatever those situations are, even if it's just getting up from your desk and walking around your office and come back, you can pat yourself on the back and say, I just did something, and notice how you feel. Do you feel like you have more energy? Do you feel proud of yourself? And, and starting small is okay, too. Absolutely, and that's great advice. And you can see more about Dr. Michelle Seeger and her book, No Sweat, How the Simple Science of Motivation Can Bring You a Lifetime of Fitness in the New York Times because she was just written about. So that is so cool for her. I want them to write about me. When is that going to happen? Well, you just never know. You're listening to Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on Radio MD. They are our great friends, and we love having them as partners here at Radio MD. So she Share these shows with your friends. It's great information. Stay tuned and stay well.